I never thought that I would be here. I never thought that I would be considering Joe Biden. Chew up a little food, baby bird breakfast into his mouth. Is that more appealing than the unhinged Taylor Swift psycho hate that I've been seeing for the past 48 hours? Baby bird breakfast with Joe? Taylor Swift is the worst ever, and anyone who likes her is a whore liberal. Baby for breakfast? Taylor Swift whore liberal. Where do you fall? Where do you fall? I have never been so emotionally exhausted and just done. Just done with the conservative movement over this week. The um, the stuff that I've seen, the vitriolic, rabie-infested hate for Taylor Swift, it's so on another level. Maybe if conservatives put the same fervor into hating the left, we would get somewhere. The conservative movement today has more to say about Taylor Swift than they do the actual opponent of the upcoming election. It's truly incredible to witness. Truly incredible. I hope everybody is so happy. We're going to get into that today. Um, And I did a bad job. I've been busy today, and so I didn't really promote this live. So if you could... If you could uh, make sure everybody remembers that this is happening because I, I kind of like forgot to post the link until the last minute. So that's a little bit on me. But um, anyway, it is Politics Live every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, pop culture without the propaganda featuring Mazee. Uh, that's Alex Clark. For, for those that don't know, most of you probably don't. Hello, I'm Alex. Who is more insufferable, Swifties or non-Swifties? Vote in the chat. There's a poll. So far, non-Swifties are winning bigly. 61% and crawling, uh, or not crawling, uh, rising rapidly. Non-Swifties, the Taylor Swift haters, are actually more insufferable than the Swift lovers. I've been trying to tell you. Guess who's not posting constantly about Taylor Swift, the the people that like her? I really don't. I mean, if if I'm just comparing it to my own Facebook group of of millennial, largely millennial conservative women, guess what most of the Taylor Swift posts are, are coming from? Not the people that love her. It's the people that hate her every five minutes. Oh, I hate Taylor Swift. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, it's like. It's um, it's like she's just living rent free constantly. So it's like a, it's like hating her is a full time job compared to actually liking her. I mean, I've never posted as much about her as the people this week that like allegedly hate her have posted about her. I mean, they're blowing me out of the water every at like t- twice an hour constant. I've tried to keep up, but at this point. I think I'm bowing out because I just can't take it anymore. I have gone to bat for the last 48 hours. I've tried to get people on the right to see the light. It's like it's just you're dealing with, you know, the old man shouts at cloud meme or whatever. Old man shouts at the sky. That's what we're dealing with. And I I can't I I can't get through to people and, and how this is 
this is so undeniably stupid and also, I believe, going to hurt us. I think this is going to be a pivotal mistake, uh, could potentially be a pivotal mistake in the election for an election year that we're going after her this heavy. Because, look, one thing about Taylor Swift, there's nothing she knows better than revenge. And she was probably going to endorse somebody on the left anyway. And now she's just probably going to do it even harder or she's going to make a record-breaking political donation or something just to spite, you know, in her mind, the MAGA bros or whatever that are going after her because this is this is who she is. It's it's going to fuel her to get back at them. And so if everybody could just shut up because she's not this people are acting like Taylor Swift is the biggest looming threat to the conservative movement. Is it actually? No, Taylor Swift is not a, a massive looming threat to the conservative movement. She might scoop a, a, a you know, a, um, maybe, maybe a few tens of thousands of voters to register to vote her way. But she, in my opinion, she is not this like people are acting, you know, it's like, oh, what do we care about this week? Border security, Taylor Swift. She's right up there. You know what I mean? She's like the top talking point. I've never seen anything like it. Mind you, all of this is happening. She hasn't said anything. She hasn't done anything. She hasn't said anything. At least this year, nothing. Last year, nothing. So with all the election stuff going on so far, she's been quiet. Why are we poking this bear? Why? It's like we were we're doing everything we can saying like she's going to make an endorsement. She's going to make a political announcement. Bah! She's she's going to throw a wrench in the whole thing. She's the biggest threat. And it's like we're pushing her, pushing her, pushing her. So then what's going to happen is we're going to force her. She's going to definitely do it because we're provoking her. And then when she does, you know what the conservative people will say? The conservative commentators will say, I knew it. I told you she was going to she was going to make an endorsement. Oh, the whole election is ruined now because Taylor Swift spoke up, even though we've been agging her on for months to do it. When she does it, then it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then they're going to say, see, we told you, we told you. The, the truth is Taylor, I mean, since 2018, she's been making political endorsements. So for her to say something this year, it's not that if people are acting like breaking news. Taylor Swift endorses somebody in the election. Well, she's done that. So, of course, I think she's probably going to do it. But now she's going to make sure it's probably some kind of humongous blowout endorsement more than she normally would because of us. If if you if you say that Taylor Swift is a witch in the chat, I'm I'm blocking. If you DM it to me, I'm blocking you. If you write it in the chat. In the comments here, we're blocking you off the live stream. I am not going to stand for this. Um, it's like For- Forrest Gump would would destroy you in an art. I mean, the Taylor Swift is a witch stuff. I can't even entertain entertain it. It's so stupid. It is so unbelievably stupid with no merit that. I cannot believe for six months people are still talking about this because it is so insane. Anyway, here's what I want to say about is Taylor Swift a psyop or whatever. But first, 
I do want to talk about the sweatshirt that I have on. My outfit was actually cute, but these headphones make it ugly, and I have a headband on, which makes it look like my hair is starting, you know, halfway back in my head. But I'll show you what I did have on. I have on this little headband, and then I had these big, like, Princess Diana. This is what I've had on, but I take them off for the headphones. So walking walking around the office, I have this, and I have these little flared leggings on, and I have some little, like, um, neutral-looking Converse on, and I am wearing are new for Valentine's Day, but also anytime because it's timeless and it's a true saying. I am wearing this new Sacrificial Love Social Club sweatshirt. Actually, it's a hoodie. And it says um, Sacrificial Love Social Club. It's called Bone. It's an off-white color sweatshirt. And then this lettering, it just looks like I'm rubbing my boobs. Um, but this red, the red letters uh, are like bubble letters. And they're like, uh, um, I mean, they stick off the fabric. So it's like, it's a good quality. What I'm trying to tell you, you know, the, it's like puffy letters or whatever. They're like textured that come off the hoodie. So it's not just like a cheapy screen print. It's actually very nice. But it's hard for me to like emphasize it because I'm just emphasizing boobs now. Anyway, um, Sacrificial Love Social Club. Oh, it says, what does it say? Estimated since forever because Christ Love Sacrificial Social Club has ran forever. Anyway, brand new merch and you can get this on tpusamerch.com. Brand new, limited stock, of course, as per usual. No complaining if we run out. You buy it or you don't. You're on the live so that you know when we do merch drop so that you can get it first. And if you miss out, stop. I'm not doing for, it's one drop. It's one drop and then it's done. And I'm not, I'm not doing the same item you guys asked eight times in a row. I've, I was generous enough to give you like three stay-at-home mom sweatshirt drops. No more. Done. Sacrificial love. It's a sweet sweatshirt, and I'm being and I'm and I'm reprimanding everybody. It's a super sweet sweatshirt. Anyway, sacrificial love, social love. Okay. Taylor Swift is she a psyop? This is the most brain dead argument I have ever heard in my life. The fact that conservatives that I love and respect are entertaining this idea, promoting this idea. It's so embarrassing. I've never been more embarrassed to be a conservative. So many things have happened. Gosh, think about in the past few years, all of the mistakes and the things that have gone down that we've done that was stupid. This takes the cake for me. And the argument is what? So the argument is Taylor Swift... George Soros bought Taylor Swift's music and then told her that, you know, in order to get it back or whatever, now I'm in control of you. And so because I'm in control of you, because I own your music, now you're going to date this guy and he's going to shill um, a certain pharmaceutical product for us. And then you guys are going to become, you know, all over the media. And then we're going to make sure that he makes it to the Super Bowl. And then once he's at the Super Bowl, you're going to promote a certain presidential candidate. And then we're going to rig the election that, that this is all this grand psyop scheme to get this done. From the get-go, this doesn't make any sense and has no evidence. And I will tell you why. The biggest thing to disprove all of this theory is that Taylor Swift re-recorded all of her albums. If George Soros bought Taylor Swift's music so that she would be beholden to him so that he could control her every move and make her force her to do all of this bidding for them, 
Taylor wouldn't have re-recorded. Let me explain to you why. In 2019, Taylor says publicly in a speech at an event, she announces that the Soros Foundation helped fund the sale of her master's and bought her master's from her and that she was very unhappy. She made a list of names, Soros Foundation or whatever, Ithaca Holdings or whatever was in there. All of it was in there, right? So she calls them out. Then she starts re-recording her music. Now, what is the purpose, um, class? What is the purpose for Taylor Swift recording her music? So that she can undercut the people who bought it from her and rip them off so that they cannot make money because people won't be streaming the stolen version. They will be streaming the new version. So if Taylor Swift was able to be controlled from that step, which is how everybody is justifying how the PSYOP is being, you know, controlled, then she wouldn't have re-recorded because it takes away all of the power from Soros or anyone else. Do you see? Taylor announcing that Soros helped buy the music and then announcing she was doing re-recordings was a big middle finger up to all of those people. So if Soros was controlling her, I don't think she would have done that. She could have done, said, okay, I'll do whatever you want, master. I'll do whatever you want, Mr. Soros. What do you want me to do? You want me to secure? You want me to secure a couple yacht boy toys for you to screw? Okay, I'll do that. I'll do whatever it takes to get my music back. That's not happening. That's not happening. So right there, your argument is stupid. Now, the Chiefs have been at the Super Bowl how many times in the last five, five years or something? They've been to the Super Bowl a bajillion times. It's not like four, four out of the last five years the Chiefs have made it to the Super Bowl and you're telling me, oh, this was all a grand scheme. We're going to reward you with getting the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Honey, they were already there. They were already doing the dang thing. So miss me with that. That's stupid. Taylor and Travis's PR. Jeez, let's take this girl who's on the biggest world, busiest world tour of her life, who has a, a, a sm- smidge of personal time that she could b- be dedicating to her friends, her family, but she's going to uproot her schedule and, and do all of this to go hang out in Kansas City on her own accord. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, Kansas City. We're not talking about the glitz and glam, some guy in L.A. she's got to shack up with or whatever. And also PR relationships, they're not they're not this involved. They're not this long. Uh, they're not doing all of this meeting with the parents. And then, you know, when she when when she's got the camera on her, she's saying, please stop, because that's what she did at the last game. She was looking at the camera saying, please stop, get the cameras off me. Like, this is all about my boyfriend, not me. She wouldn't be denying the NFL to use her music on commercials and all that because they asked her and she said no because she doesn't want it to be about her. She's trying to let her boyfriend have a moment. And when she when, you know, it's not supposed to be the cameras are on her or whatever, like um, when people's cell phones are on them, she's talking to the parents and she's cleaning up the suite, cleaning up the trash on her own. She's um, asking she's going to Donna when Donna is crying happy tears and making sure that she's hugging Donna to be there for her. She's doing all this. It's like. People just don't. People have no critical thinking, and it's like, why? I guess I don't understand the rabid hate 
She's so she's a she's a liberal pop star. This is the thing. I'm like, this is there's no psyop. Taylor was going to most likely endorse a candidate of her choice, regardless whether she's with Travis or not. You have to understand the Pfizer thing was planned months in advance, a year in advance, probably. That was, I'm sure, already done, decided, shot all of it before he was ever with Taylor. And I don't like that. I don't like that. But but it's not this like breaking news at 11. I think Matt Matt Walsh tweeted breaking news at 11. Taylor Swift is a lib. It's. Duh. Like she's she's been a lib since 2018. That's when she came out of the political closet. So none of this is new. I didn't write anything down. I didn't write any of my notes down. I just said, I don't care. This is going to be a short live. I'm just going to say my piece and then I'm leaving because I'm pissed and I'm annoyed and I'm tired of talking about this. The Washington Post freaking called me up to get my thoughts on this. It's like now, you know what's so exhausting and annoying is being like the resident conservative Swifty. So I'm on the front lines every time something like this happens. It's just like so stupid that I'm having to explain this to anyone or that they're they're entertaining these thoughts anyway. And then people are scared that she's all of this. Again, all of this I have said already so many times over the last six months. I feel like I've repeated myself over and over and over again. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm sick of talking about it. And it's not the Swifties who want to keep talking about it. It's you non-Swifties, annoying autists who won't shut up. So I have to keep defending crap. She... It's like less than even half percent. It was such a small number of the amount of time in the last several months that the NFL ever showed her. The overblown Taylor coverage of NFL games is happening on social media of people resharing content. The actual camera time that she has gotten on the NFL is so minuscule and it's no more than Olivia Colpo being there for her boyfriend at his games. It's no more than uh, Brittany Mahomes or any of these other people that they, you know, briefly cut to. They haven't given Taylor Swift any more time than them. You are only thinking you're so sick of her and you're so sick of seeing this because it's social media that is sharing it. It's not the actual games, number one. Two trying to remember what all my points are what I want to bring up two people are scared now they're sharing this article that there was polling done with it with voters what can someone can you look this up for me new poll says a certain amount of people are saying that they're likely to support a candidate that Taylor Swift posts okay probably uh, uh, the same amount of people that would have said that before I'm not worried about that um is she, is she a, even she's always been a, a pop culture phenomenon. She's always been huge. It's not like she's been under the radar and all of a sudden she's this star overnight. She's been a, a force in pop culture, a cultural zeitgeist. However, um, when she has posted voter registration links and endorsing candidates and whatever before, they're real. It's really nothing. Let me remind you. That's how it always is. Average American voters do not give two craps 
about who a celebrity says to vote for. That's never been a huge influence on people ever. Never been a huge influence on voters. Now, I'm sure that um, that uh, there is a small amount of of Gen Z voters or whatever who are going to be new. And, you know, maybe maybe they will. Maybe they are really going to do. I mean, the thing is, is that. If they're going to credit Taylor for telling them vote for Joe Biden or anyone else, you know, and then they do it, it's like they were going to do that anyway. I mean, you know, that does not represent the majority of voters. Um, oh, and also what I wanted to tell you. So everybody likes to bring up, well, when she posted a voter registration link during the Tennessee Senate race, uh, Tennessee saw this, you know, it was reported everywhere. Every like mainstream pop culture news outlets that Taylor Swift broke records. She got like the most amount of people to register to vote in one day. Now, if you and I've said this before on these lives, if you scroll down to the very bottom of the article, every article, it'll tell you that the same day that she posted her voter registration link for Tennessee, it was the last day to register to vote in Tennessee. What happens in any state on the last day to register to vote? You see an influx of last minute people registering to vote. So they have no idea. The truth is, in the left, people that actually work on campaigns would, would say this. The left would say, admit that. There is no way to know if those people who registered on the last day in Tennessee were because of Taylor Swift posting a link to register or because it was just the last day. So her team, of course, because they um, Phil Bredesen in 2018 lost that Senate race. And that's who Taylor was endorsing. You know, Marsha Blackburn won. And her team is going to do cleanup and, and try to give a po some positive spin story about her deciding to get political because it was embarrassing that she got political and then her person lost that she advocated for. Right. So her team is going to pitch to the media, you know, let's be talking about how so many people registered to vote this day that she posted it. That's going to be their tactic on that because she lost and it was embarrassing. Um, the other thing I want to bring up is that by and large, this, this, uh, you know, all these conservative, you know, those chihuahuas that are like foaming at the mouth and like, that's how conservatives act anytime that Taylor Swift's name is brought up. That's what they do. And I don't understand that rabid hate because comparatively, Taylor, compared to any other big pop star, she is by and large more modest, uh, family oriented. She's only had, you know, that we know of. I know there's speculative stuff, but it's pretty it's just Internet fodder. She's spoken out against it, said absolutely not. She's had straight heterosexual relationships. Now, some of those boys were pretty soy. Uh, Travis is way more of a masculine guy than them. Um, but still, he's a lip. She's a liberal. She's going to date a liberal. And Travis is, I would say, still a step above from the other liberal guys with nail polish and dresses that she's dated. OK, so can we just be happy about that, that she's not on the field with some they them furry because we could be there. We could be there that the biggest pop star in the world is doing that. She's 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 showing she's for committed relationships, very, very family oriented. Uh, she's generous. She's always extremely charitable everywhere she goes. Nobody has a negative thing to say about her. And Michael Knowles tweeted this. He said there's really an argument 
Um, like if you were just to look at the optics, there's an argument for Taylor Swift really represents more of a traditional or conservative type of lifestyle. And the other thing, everybody, everybody like, you know, brings up this BS. The people you can tell who is who actually is a Taylor Swift fan and who isn't because they don't know anything. It, it's so ignorant. It's, it's OK. Let me explain this to you to the conservative non-Swifties. When you as a conservative non-Swiftie talk about Taylor Swift, it is the equivalent to how stupid people on the left sounded in 2016 when they talked about Donald Trump. That is how wrong you get her, you get what she stands for, you get what she talks about. People like to bring up, you know, what I've seen this week that has disgusted me and made me think, you know what, I don't even know if I can freaking do this anymore because I'm so over it. It's so disgusting and abhorrent, the behavior coming from the right towards this innocent person who has done nothing. She has said she's a liberal and she's talked about a few liberal things that she stands for. She barely, if we're going to compare her to other celebrities, Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry, to name a few, and a, a bunch of other actors, actresses, whatever. Taylor Swift is so, she, first of all, she barely posts herself in general. She barely posts on social media. So she doesn't blow us up about herself anyway. Other people do that for her. She does not hardly ever talk politics. If you are going to compare it, but for some reason, Taylor gets under your skin more than anyone else. And you and the things that I've seen that have been abhorrent this week are, are things like uh, Taylor Swift has a high body count. They've called her a whore. I've been called because I'm, I'm a conservative Swifty that I'm a whore, that I'm liberal for, for liking Taylor Swift. To, you know, and it's like, OK, what is the evidence? For, well, she's had so many boyfriends. Has she? She's in her early 30s. She's had a I would say probably a below average amount of public relationships for a, a woman of that age. Serious relationships publicly. And. Half of her catalog of albums now is about one man. And she was with that guy for over six years and wanted to marry him and have babies with him. And he refused to commit. You would know this if you actually knew anything about her, but you don't. You don't. You're in a padded room foaming about Taylor Swift 24-7. So you don't know anything. And that's why conservative Swifties get annoyed when you come after us for liking her. This is a woman who writes about her her relationship with her mother, her her uh, grandmother, fictional stories about love triangles and things that aren't even real. They're not even about her life. And of course, yes, she writes about love. Tell me, please tell me a musical artist who doesn't write about love. Who? People are like, music isn't the same. Taylor Swift isn't good music. All she writes about is breakups. Okay. Alan Jackson, George Strait, Carrie Underwood. You know, all these people that you guys love and just think are so great. Ugh, some woman. I mean, I just tried to be kind, but this is what I mean by, like, low information, just stupid. Some woman this morning said, well, I just, you know, Taylor Swift is a horrible role model. First of all, why is any celebrity a role model? Taylor, I love Taylor Swift. She's not my role model. I love Taylor Swift. She's not my role model. Anyway... She's like, Taylor Swift isn't a good role model, but you know who is, who doesn't uh, advocate for anything liberal? Shania Twain. These people are living under a rock. Shania Twain has had men twerking on stage with her. She's, she's promoted drag queens. She's promoted LGBTQ. She also 
uh, to apologize for saying she didn't think Donald Trump was that bad. Then later she came out and said, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. So you know what? Every celebrity is liberal besides three of them. So if that is the case, then I guess everybody is committed to giving up their iPhones and living on, you know, in a cardboard box under a bridge, I like to say, because I guess we're just giving up everything. And then they're like, um, how come Swifties are the same ones telling us to give up Starbucks and all this? I don't. I, I'm not telling anybody to do anything. I've never been somebody that's like, you need to cancel things or get rid of it. I don't do that. I make choices where I can if I like something better. But guess what? There's nothing better than Taylor Swift. Sorry, I have like mascara fleck in my eye or something. I totally feel it's like burning me. So that's what I'm doing. I have a mascara fleck. Anyway, have I said everything I wanted to say? Taylor Swift doesn't even come close and I love Matt what Matt, Matt Walsh this is what I've been trying to convey all week Taylor Swift doesn't even come close when you're thinking about the grand scheme of degenerate pop stars who are a net negative to society who have totally damaged society Taylor Swift does he said she doesn't crack the top 50 Taylor Swift doesn't crack the top 500 she is so this is so innocuous I'm just tired. I'm tired. I don't understand why conservatives can't look at something and say, wow, she hasn't said any political statements. She's brought dads and daughters together for the last year. She's in a straight relationship with somebody she's committed to. Um, and why can't we just say, you know what, that's that's wholesome. That's sweet. Okay. He got the vaccine. You guess what? So So did a lot of conservatives. So did a lot of conservatives. And when I try to talk about that, when I try to talk about that, then those conservatives get mad at me and say, well, you weren't there. You didn't know. I had no choice. You did have a choice. You had a choice to 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 get it or not. At the end of the day, I mean, it might have meant somebody was destitute or loses their job or whatever. gets kicked out of the military. I understand that. I'm not saying it wasn't totally corrupt. It was. But at the end of the day, you have a choice and you guys act like, I don't know. Nobody has any agency anymore. Nobody has any agency. And if you don't like her, then that's fine. I'm not saying people can't criticize her. That's the other thing that I get annoyed at. I, I, I'm going to defend her and I'm going to give a counter argument like the woman who said ta that Shania Twain was innocent and Taylor wasn't. I'm going to jump in when I see something asinine like that and give my opinion. But I'm not specifically trying to provoke stuff. I'm always I'm Swifties are reacting to the stuff the non Swifties are saying. We're just enjoying life. We just like a, 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 a woman who represents true femininity and girlhood, who we have grown up with since we were children, who, is, who has gone through every single stage of life from middle school to high school to young adult to now, uh, you know, being a woman in your 30s or whatever, navigating life. We have, you have to understand millennials have walked through all of these stages of life with her. Since we could care about music. That's why she means a lot to us. And if you're looking at her catalog and you're comparing her to other people, uh, you know, Cardi B, Sexy Red, um, Miley Cyrus, whatever. It, it just doesn't even come close. Lyrics wise. OK, she's had like a, she's had like two lyrics, you know, supporting LGBTQ stuff. Out of this huge catalog of, of songs about all these other wholesome, great things. I mean, you guys, 
some of these conservatives truly they just they they like promote this stereotype and they make the stereotype true that we're all fun suckers and you know are just lame or whatever i don't know the thing is is that if taylor swift wasn't maybe she was like you know what I have so much public support. This is the year maybe I don't want to make a political statement besides posting register to vote. Maybe besides that, I don't want to say anything. What if Taylor Swift was considering not making an endorsement of a specific candidate? And then because of all of this crazy stuff people are saying to provoke her, nonstop coverage on Rolling Stone, CNN, all over Twitter trending, all of this. What if because of that, now she says, guess what? Now I will do it. Fine, I will do it. You think th you're, you're scared I'm going to be your worst nightmare? Well, now I'm going to be your worst nightmare. So congratulations. I blame the conservative right if that happens. That's my two cents. Um, if you are a nomin uh, uh, neutral person on Taylor Swift, but you're curious, I will make a playlist for you, the Converting Swifties playlist. I'll be happy. I'll make it and I'll send it to you. And, you know, you can join us because we are clearly the more fun people. Anyway, that's all I want to say uh, uh, today. My voice hurts. I'm tired of talking about it. I went. I, I, by the way, I went on the Charlie Kirk show, and we had a great conversation about this today. So uh, subscribe to the Charlie Kirk show uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, and you can listen to that conversation of me, another Swifty that works on Charlie's staff, uh, and Charlie debating the Taylor Swift is she a psyop conversation. I said a lot about what I just said here, but um, interesting to hear Charlie. And then we also go into Charlie was just on the Whatever podcast uh, over the weekend and his experience with that and. Uh, we, we talk about that. And so um, it's good. It's dating, relationships, Taylor Swift. It's a really fun episode with Charlie Kirk. I like whenever he invites me on to talk pop culture and um, all of that. So I'm tired of it. And that is all I want to say about that. Anyway, sacrificial, so sacrificial love social club uh, sweatshirt, puffy letters on the bone white sweatshirt uh you can get this hoodie limited stock tpusamerch.com uh when it's when it's gone it's gone i will not do i will net i am not doing another drop of this this is special for valentine's day so if you like it get it it's super cute i'm into neutral colors right now into neutral colors little hint All right, so um, tomorrow on The Spillover, I'm talking to a fabulous Christian uh, professor, speaker, author. Uh, I know that my audience is very familiar. She's absolutely fantastic. And she is coming on to talk about the toxic masculinity myth and women's suffrage. Was it a, a net negative on culture and society or a net positive? My guest thinks net negative, getting all into women's suffrage. Uh, I learned a lot of things I'd never heard. The argument she lays out for women's suffrage uh, largely being a mistake. Very juicy, very controversial. I'm sure the, the left is going to absolutely seethe over this conversation. Um, a lot of conservatives will be will be um, apprehensive to listen to it, too. But that's OK. I, I, I She said stuff I'd never heard before. And I, I said I thought what she said was the most compelling argument to why women's suffrage was a mistake. Um, 
historically speaking, compared to anyone else I've ever heard talk about it. Now, it's a very unpopular opinion. Nobody's saying we're going to retroactively go back in and take away voting. Or geez, Louise. Nobody's saying that. But if we were just to think about it now, you know, in hindsight, was this a good idea or a bad idea? I've been interested in people saying it's a bad idea. I'd, I've been interested in hearing what their reasoning for that is. And um, I'm not saying you have to believe it or, or, you know, agree with it or not, but it is fascinating. And so she, you know, has her own opinion on that. And so she gets into that. But she also gets into she's very, very data driven and, and has worked a lot, reading a lot of studies, doing a lot of studies with people from a... Um, like a psychoanalyst or whatever. Isn't that what that is? Like uh, studying relationships and why people do what they do. Anyway, comparing conserve or sorry, comparing Christian marriages to secular marriages and the, and the uh, lifespan of them and what they do right, what they do wrong and, and who's more likely to succeed in marriage, who's more likely to fail, uh, who's, who has statistically has more abusive marriages, Christians versus non-Christians, all this other stuff. It's a very juicy, um, interview just about like the battle of the sexes in general and men versus women. Um, and it, it was just great. I was like, we talk oh we talk red pill movement so it's it's a really juicy episode like really juicy uh and that comes out tomorrow at midnight eastern tpusamerch.com sacrificial love social club off-white bone color this background hey now that the live is over can we give me the other background so they can see how good this looks can you give me just three seconds on the other background to show the pop of color because this one just takes away. Oh, they don't have it ready, of course. Ugh, it's okay. You'll see it on my shorts, but with a bur more of a burgundy maroon background, it really makes the type of red color this is on the bone sweatshirt pop. And I promise it's beautiful, but it's getting, it's getting, the color is getting sucked out by the background that I have because it's just not complimentary. But trust me, it is very nice and it's very cute. Very good quality as usual. I pick really good sweatshirts that are roomy. It, oh, it's a unisex sizing. So it's like good for men and women, roomy in the shoulder and arms. And I like that look. So anyway, okay. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Spillover. Make sure you thumbs up this video and subscribe. Bye.